I'm super excited that today's podcast is brought to you by Remedy Kombucha. If you're not making your own at home or you're out and about, this really is the next best thing. This is Australia's and my favorite kombucha. It's all natural, alive, raw, unpasteurized, plus it tastes awesome. Remedy are now making it in the cutest little cans, which are the perfect size when I'm running out of the house. Try Remedy Kombucha if you need some bubbles in your life today. My name is Melissa Gearing, and I am the Naked Naturopath. Thanks for listening in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Naked Naturopath. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This one is going to be a quickie but a goodie. It's all about sleep. I've been asked um, many times to do a podcast on sleep and finally in my list of things to do, it has come up. So herbs herbs are really great at treating sleep. I think um, so many people think that, you know, they don't want to take medicine for sleep because they don't want to become addicted to it or become um, tolerant to it or have to use it long term. Um, and this isn't the case with herbs. It certainly is with certain medications and there are still uh, side effects of both, which I'll go through. But I wanted to talk first about some of the lifestyle stuff that we can do with sleep because this actually works better and sets you up long term for good sleep habits. And and it's the same with our children and our babies and, um, you know, everybody in the household. If we have these good sleep hygiene techniques is what they're called, in place, then we can really make change for the long term. So what I mean by sleep hygiene, it's this idea where by you follow the same kind of routine each night before you go to bed. And this really tells your body that, okay, we're going to wind down now, we're going to head off to bed, uh, we're going to go to sleep and we're going to stay asleep for the night and then we're going to wake up in the morning. This is really important for your hormones to know that they need to switch on, the you know melatonin needs to uh, come alive at night time to keep you asleep, and then it needs to switch off in the morning. When we're constantly waking, sleeping, waking, sleeping, or even napping during the day, sometimes melatonin can get confused, um, as well as a, you know a lot of our other uh, circadian rhythm hormones. They get a bit confused and find it difficult to know exactly what they need to be doing, and this is what happens with shift workers. And unfortunately for shift workers, there's been lots of research to show that they actually live a shorter life because of this confused hormonal state and, um, you know, uh, confused circadian rhythm. So that sucks. So what we want to do is, even with shift workers, really tell them, allow their bodies, allow, um, you know, our bodies to know and to tell our bodies when is the appropriate time to sleep and when is the appropriate time to wake? And we can trick our bodies if this happens to be for a shift worker. Obviously, during the day they want to sleep and during the night they want to work. So we can trick our bodies too, which is um, really cool. <laughs> you can do that with herbs or we can do it with the lifestyle stuff. So going back to sleep hygiene, it's um, it's not about being clean. You know, it's not about actual hygiene. It's about forming these practices I had a client last week who I said, let's try the day herbs. Um, you know, I gave her a mix for the daytime to just balance her out and then give her a bit of stress support and anxiety relief and a couple of other things. 
and see how your sleep goes with a few of these sleep hygiene tips. And all we did was take her makeup off before she went to bed, um, have, a, have a shower and have a cup of tea. So she's getting in the shower, she's actually taking her makeup off so her face feels clean and fresh and then she's coming back out having a cup of tea and then heading to bed. That's all. Her sleep improved exponentially, like it's, it's 100% now. So she was not getting to sleep for up to an hour. She was then waking multiple times during the night and all we did was put those little skills in and yes, there were some herbs during the day which do help to balance you as well um, and allow you to use your energy during the day and then, and then get a good sleep at night. But those simple little techniques are what has really impacted her sleep. So, you know, we're, when we're really, really tired and we just head to bed and we haven't brushed our teeth or, um, you know, wash the day off or we've still got our makeup on, even though you're too tired, you feel too tired to do those things, you head to bed, it affects your sleep. So you are much better off just to spend that five minutes cleaning yourself up, getting yourself ready, feeling like you, you know, you're nice and, and um, nested and ready for bed. It's so important. And this allows our body to go, okay, we're doing this again after we've done it for a few nights. This is our this is our routine. And we're doing it again, so it must be bedtime. Let's do this. Let's switch that melatonin on. Let's get it, you know, seeping out. And let's let's have a good night's sleep. It's that simple. Your sleep hygiene routine is so unique. And it'll just be a matter of trial and error. And it'll probably change over time. If you have kids, you know how important it is for them to have dinner, have a bath, read them, you know, read them a book, or you might have some downtime in front of the telly, um, go in, read a book for a certain amount of time, it might be five minutes, and then lights out, it's time to go to sleep. Kids respond really, really well to that strict sleep hygiene. Um, and, and so do adults. So we need to be putting it in for ourselves as well. Your sleep hygiene could include, like I said, a cup of tea, or it could just include some music, some meditation, you know, some, you might like to read a book for, you know, a couple of minutes or half hour, whatever, before you go to bed, um, going to the toilet, doing those things that make you feel like you're ready to sleep and you're settled. And that's, that's the biggest thing. It's all about feeling settled. It may be that you have to clean the kitchen before you go to bed. And, you know, if, if your sleep hygiene is slightly active like that, the most important thing is that you do it slowly and you do it in a stress-free mode. So rather than whipping around the kitchen and throwing everything everywhere and really hyping yourself up, you, you quietly put the dishes away, you wash up what's left over, you wipe down the counters and, you know, you feel good about that process. You can't be kind of um, steaming at your husband for not helping you. <laughs> And then head to bed straight after and you've got all of that fuel inside of you, which isn't, you know, conducive to a good sleep. So it might be that you pick up the kids' things or whatever it might be. It's your sleep hygiene routine and it's unique to you and it's really important to find it. For me, you know, I at the moment I'm, I'm very pregnant and I pretty much... We have an early dinner 
and then I push through to the end of MasterChef because I love it, but it's really late for me. And then I get up, I brush my teeth. I usually brush my hair because this just makes me feel nice. You know, when you run a brush through your hair and it's nice on your scalp and I find it really relaxing to do that and to go, I always wear my hair out in bed. So to do that and then go to bed with nice brushed hair is just my thing. Um, I would have usually had a bath before or after dinner. Um, most nights I have a bath now and just it helps my tummy to relax because it's all very tight in there. And I get a glass of water and I head to bed. I put my uh, oil diffuser on and I usually read Harry Potter. Once I'm done reading, I would then put my sleep app on. So I have an app that plays music. And my favorite music at the moment is the rain. It's like a thunderstorm and a rain. So as a child and even as an adult, I really struggle with sleep. So my sleep hygiene or my sleep routine is a little bit more complex than yours might need to be. So then I put my rain on and my rain is timed at 20 minutes. And most of the time now I'm asleep because I'm exhausted. <laughs> but if I wasn't asleep in 20 minutes, I'd either get up and do a bit of my sleep routine again or I'd put it on for another 15 and see if I can get to sleep. So the key things there are that if you are not falling asleep within half an hour of going to bed, once you've turned the lights off, settled down, stopped reading, you know, stopped doing whatever you do, if you're not going to sleep within half an hour, you really need to be looking at what else can I do? Is my sleep hygiene good? Does it suit me? Or do you need some help? Do you need some herbal medicine to help you to get to sleep faster? The other, you know, the other issue with sleep, obviously, is that you get to sleep fine, but you wake during the night. This can be for all different reasons. A lot of my mums wake, you know, even though they have 10, 11, 12, 20-year-olds, they're in a sleep habit from when they were bubbers. And so they will wake every couple of hours, you know, and their mind is just making sure that everything's okay, and then they'll go back to sleep. If you wake, and I don't care how many times you wake through the night, and you go back to sleep within 10 to 15 minutes, it's fine. Get up, go to the toilet, whatever you do. If this is less than 15 minutes and you go back to sleep, this is fine. Um, yes, you're having a broken sleep and yes, we can make it better, but it's not something that you need to stress about. Unless you're staying awake for longer, then we need to look at why and how we can fix it. Many people wake up at a certain time each night and even though I don't want you to be looking at your phones, which should be on airplane if they are in the bedroom with you, flick up that little thing at the bottom and put them on airplane mode because this switches off all of the signals. And if they affect an airplane, they definitely affect our mind and our body. So we don't want to be sleeping next to that. Put on airplane. Um, and then you can use the alarm and you can, you know, use your sleep apps and things like that without worry. So where was I? If you are continually waking through the night, it is worth at, like worth it at some point to write down those times, but not every night. Do it once, bring it to me, we'll look at the times. Sometimes those times are important and they give me clues as to how I can treat you and that sleep-waking issue. Um, so with, with that, you know, making sure you have a dark room, switching onto airplane mode, 
um, the sleep hygiene stuff continues into the bedroom. It's not just about what you do outside in the house beforehand. Making sure that you are comfortable, that you have nice clean sheets, um, you know, that you've made the bed. It's worth that effort rather than wrapping yourself up in a blanket and having a crappy night's sleep to make the bed and make make your room and your bed a place where you want to be and you feel comfortable and that it makes you happy. So what we do, you know, in in our world is we buy beautiful linen and, you know, bedspreads and we have wonderful pillows and we're very, very lucky to live in a world, in, in a world where, you know, in our world where it we have the money to do that. And what, you, what you're doing is just setting up a really safe place for yourself and your partner and maybe your child who crawls into bed with you um, to sleep well and to, you know, sleep throughout the night. And, and that's all, you know, that all comes into that sleep hygiene. It might also be that you clean up around the bed before you go get in or um, I tend to fuss with, like, things on my bedside table before I actually get into bed, put cream on my tummy, you might put cream on your face, that kind of thing as well. So that all counts. So once once you've tried that, if that's still not enough for you, um, and have a Google, have a Google of sleep hygiene because it'll give you heaps more ideas than what I have. And you might go, oh, that sounds great for me. Um, but once you have tried all that stuff, and if it's not enough, and if you feel like if you have had long-term sleep issues, you probably need some help initially <clears throat> with some herbal medicine to get you into a good sleep pattern that then your sleep hygiene can support. So what we do with herbs is there's different herbs for getting to sleep, there's different herbs for staying asleep, there's sedative herbs, there's an array of different things. And like I said, I can even use herbs during the day to help set that circadian rhythm for the night, um, which is perfect for shift workers because, you know, I can I can give them things to take a day mix that they take during the night and a night mix that they actually take during the day. So we're kind of tricking the body into thinking that it's the opposite way around. <coughs> Excuse me. And that really, really helps um, with the shift worker stuff. But for those of us sleeping at night, um, there's, yeah, there's some really simple herbs you can try. The beautiful thing about herbs is they are, they're non-habit forming. You can use them when you want. You don't have to use them every night. So a lot of my clients just keep a sleep mix on hand. Usually, usually initially they would take it for a week or so. And once they're getting that sleep that they want, and once we've fixed a few of those key issues, they can pop it up in the cupboard and and keep it for when they need it. If you've had a really stressful day or you just can't get to sleep that night, you can get up and just take a dose and then go back through your sleep hygiene and go back to bed and try again. And depending on what is happening for you and depending on the mix we make, there's all different, you know, different herbs do different things. But something like kava, for example, um, and this actually covers a question from a... Um, podcast subscriber, Lolly, um, she asked me about Carver a little while ago and I haven't had a chance to do a podcast on it, so this is a good opportunity actually to talk about Carver. Carver is an amazing sleep herb. It's actually an amazing anxiety herb as well. 
you can take it through the day. So it doesn't make you sleepy or tired. And you'll find that with a lot of your sleep herbs, unless we look at specific sedatives, which I rarely, rarely use and, and don't even keep a lot in my clinic. Um, Kava, it just, I, I call it, you know, I'd refer to it as a bit of a nerve depressant. You actually can feel it just take you down a notch. It, if you've ever had Kava in Fiji and your tongue goes numb, that's what I mean. It does that for your whole body. We extract it a little bit differently and it's not, obviously not the same as what they do in Fiji. Um, ours is all, you know, within a certain dosage guidelines and we extract it on uh, pear juice instead of alcohol so it doesn't have any ethanol mixed with that kava, which really makes a big difference in terms of how it affects your body. But it quietens your thoughts and it settles your mind and you can, you know, you can really actually use it to help get into a meditative state as well where your nerves, you know, the end of your fingers and your nerves are just quieter and you're not on edge. And of course, that is going to help with sleep. It calms you down, which is what it does during the day if you take it for anxiety. And by doing that, it can actually help just, it quietens your mind, but it sharpens it as well. So that if if you are staying awake or you're waking up with worries, Carver helps them come in one at a time rather than bombard you. And it stops them spinning around your head in, you know, in these circle circle fashions that you know worries often do and you can't seem to box them up and get rid of them for now even if you thought yes this is how I'm going to deal with this worry it still comes back at you all the time so Carver just it really is beautiful to help with that and I often use it as a sleep herb and I actually have a pre-made sleep mix which has Carver and passion flower in it to help uh, with sleep and it's just a general sleep mix so most people it helps um but you know if there are specific things going on throughout the night you might need more or less or you might need different herbs in there etc etc but if you're wanting to try something it's a really good place to start you can order it on the website so that's just one example there is um a, a very small percentage of people who carver does the opposite thing to i'm actually one of those people so i would take carver before i do a talk or before I have a really, you know, stressful meeting or interview or whatever it might be. And it, and it kind of wires me and allows me to think really clearly. So um, I asked a, like the king of herbal medicine, what, what the percentage was of people who Carver does that to. And he said about one in one in a hundred has that effect. So you may be lucky enough to have that effect. Um, in that case, we use different herbs. Uh, but, you know, it's it's still not a an adverse effect like you might get with Valium or another sleeping pharmaceutical, you know. Sometimes if you do have sedative herbs, you can get a bit of a hangover. It doesn't last as long as a Valium. Um, and, you, you know, we would just change those herbs over straight away. You don't have to put up with those side effects. There are many, many options in the herbal world that we can try. So it's not just a one tablet kind of, you know, try this. If it doesn't work, that's all we've got. We've got loads and loads of different options. I think that's all that I have to say on sleep. If you have any questions, please email me info at mgherbs.com.au. And I would love to talk more about 
sleep if you you know if you think there's something that I missed or you have questions you want me to go further with a particular point just give me an email um, because you know it gives me ideas on what I can talk about on here and what you guys want because that's the main reason I do it so thanks so much for tuning in and check out the website if you want to sleep mix it's www.mgherbs.com.au and I will talk to you soon bye